šos lokalo. We good to go? Yeah, we live. We live. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we like to welcome you to a very, very special edition of the Wrestling Realm Now podcast. See, tonight is no ordinary night, no? Tonight, we are here to party. We have a very, 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 very special guest joining us tonight. But first, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to switch the vibe up a little bit right after this. Drums, please. This is how we do Welcome to the Wrestling Realm Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can watch all of our Wrestling Realm content anytime, anywhere, not really, on YouTube.com slash The Wrestling Realm. I am your host, the realness himself, the real Dwayne Allen. He is your host, Brian H. Waters. He is your host, Brandon the Guy Guy. And conspicuous by his absence, he is still your host, has the third brother Hugh H to the A to the S, T to the H to the E, 3 to the R to the D. You can follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wrestling Realm. Like, subscribe, and engage in the conversation with us. You can also stream and download all of our audio content on Anchor, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can watch us and subscribe to our Twitch channel at The Wrestling Realm. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Yes, sir. We are here. We are here. And we are ready to party. Come on, man. I gotta get your energy up, man. This is a party. Yes, sir. I've been waiting I was trying for this to all day. Why is it not coming through? Can you hear the sound bites? I hear the applause. I didn't hear I the hear first place. Let's no. go. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I get you one more time. Here we go. One more time. <laughs> Woo! Do you like the so, ladies and gentlemen, we are here because we have a very, very, very special guest today. This is not business as usual. This is the first edition, the first ever of our guest series known as the Wrestling Realm Podcast Party. Now, you ask yourself, what is exactly the Wrestling Realm Now Podcast Party? I'm glad you asked. It is our it's our special guest series where we bring on our colleagues, friends, and family alike, special guests to join us for a good time. And today... We have none other than the OG himself, Dr. D. Daryl Johnson. I'm talking about a true OG in the game. We're talking about somebody that's been doing this long before we have this. He was doing it before this was even a thing. Mm-hmm. He was he was he was making his way 
uh, through this industry before it was even the cool thing to do. So with that being said, hold on one second before before he comes on. I gotta get ready. I gotta get dressed. Hold on. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Brother Brandon's gotta get dressed. Look at that. Look at that. We ready. We good. Brother Brandon, let's go, baby. Let's go. Are you being a belt king? You want to tell us what, what belt uh that you uh have on on your on your shoulder for tonight? That should be a thing now. We're just gonna ask you. So, what belt do you have on your shoulder today? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and most wrestling people know this is called the ten pounds of gold. But if mm-hmm. you know Doctor D, this is the Doctor D belt because you don't see Doctor D without the belt. So, this is the Doctor D belt for tonight. Um, yes, it's the ten pounds of gold. Um, I'm gonna just leave it at that. It's the Doctor D belt for tonight. Well if, well, if you want to support the Wrestling Realm, you can head over to WrestleRealm.com and you can shop everything Wrestling Realm. We have t-shirts, mugs, and all of our merchandise. Also, we ask you to subscribe to our Patreon channel. That's right. For all bonus exclusive shows, head over to Patreon.com slash Wrestling underscore Realm. That's Patreon.com for all exclusive shows and bonus material. And guess what? If you're looking to purchase tickets to concerts, live shows, sporting events, and more, head over to SeatGeek.com. Where you can use promo code Wrestling Realm to save twenty dollars on any one-time purchase of fifty dollars or more. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets cost a thousand dollars these days, so I can almost guarantee you, if it's your first time purchasing from SeatGeek, you can use promo code Wrestling Realm to get twenty dollars off of your purchase. Now, with that being said, brother Brandon, you had a very, very, very special week, didn't you, sir? Absolutely, it was a good week. It was week one. Of many more to come. So, you know, week one dropped, I'm sorry, episode one dropped of Championship Culture, you know, where they like to say, you know, every belt has a story. So that dropped yesterday. Did a special live almost feed to get to that point. So a lot of people likes it, got a lot of engagement. But if you want to check out Championship Culture every Tuesday, it's going to be a chance for you to know anything you want to know about a belt. I'm probably going to answer it with the help of myself and some special guests coming up. And just so we know, be on the lookout because, like I said, Tuesdays, this Tuesday, it's going to be an all-out brawl. It's going to be one for the ages that you don't want to miss. If you paid attention to any of the wrestling realm, you'll know it's always been debate. Which one is the better one? The big gold? I'm sorry. The wing eagle. I've got it on the show. The wing eagle or the big eagle. And I just want to know why the big eagle is your favorite. So tune in on Tuesday and we'll discuss that and figure out why the big eagle is the better belt. You know what wow. the crazy part is? You know what the crazy part is? You, you, don't, you don't have to wait in until Tuesday. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We have a special clip. If you missed episode one of Championship Culture with Brandon, the guy, guy, take a listen. Now, in this first episode, I want to go ahead and get straight to the point, just like our title card said. Because oftentimes I'm asked, oh, which one is your favorite? You might think with over 100 plus belts, it's kind of hard to narrow down the favorite. But just like I said, every belt has a story. And let me tell you the story of this belt and why it is my favorite. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was a, just a small clip of championship culture. Anything else you want to say about championship culture, brother Brandon? What can people expect? What can they look forward to when they when, when they check out championship culture for the most part? Put it like this: If it's a belt related anything. You're going to see it on championship culture. If it's a thing that you need to get answered, it's some um, education going to happen, fun stories, um, outrageous stories. It might be some association with the belts. You name it, it's going to be something with that belt. So check out every Tuesday, exclusively on YouTube. If you uh, like and subscribe, 
you'll always get the notification to know when the next episode is dropping. So always on Tuesdays, just be ready. We're here to tell you about some belts. All right. Speaking of belts, we got to get into our special guest today. He is an avid belt collector himself, Dr. D. Daryl Johnson. Now, brothers, this is a party, right? This this is an occasion, mm -hmm. right? And as you can yeah. see, I've kind of I've kind of set the atmosphere. You see, we got Club Intellect in the building. You see that? You see our new our lounge area, right? <laughs> now, I got to go into this to a little mood. All right. Now you know what I'm uh -oh. he's on. I'm going to a mood. Uh -oh. So I know Doc is backstage and I know you can hear us, brother. So I want you to jam out to these smooth tunes that we're about to boogie to because guess what? It's a party. I'm about to I'm about I'm about to get into Dr. D's intro. Here we go. Here we go. I, I gotta I gotta I gotta set the mood though. Hold on, here we go. There it is. That's right. I know y'all hear the music playing in y'all ears. Today is a very special day here at Club Intellect. With, with DJ Weezy Wee in the building, stepping in for the real Dwayne Allen as we introduce our very special guest today. Sometimes, in order to put yourself in the vibe, you gotta let the music play. I'm here for a good time. You're here for a good time. And tonight, we are gonna have a good time. Not only has this man been in this business for such a long time, he has paved the way for young content creators like ourselves. And tonight, he you, if you don't know who this man is, I promise you, you will. When it's all said and done. Now, with that being said, let me tell you guys a little bit about my brother, Doctor D. Nero Johnson. Here we go. Doctor D. has been a fixture in this industry for over 16 years as a content creator, an executive producer, a commentator, a reporter who has showcased the best of the best in pro wrestling throughout the country, from legends, all the famous stars of today. And featured from the channel, as well as supported and sponsored countless events throughout the East Coast. Dr. D has been recognized by many counter-contemporaries, excuse me, as an unsung hero in his business. And in all due respect, his most proud accomplishment has been the Dr. D Memorial, presented to him by Capital Championship Wrestling. Now, annual award that he will be given every year to individuals who have given tirelessly for us industry behind the scenes without gratitude and recognition this rightfully deserved until now it was dr d himself it's honored to present future recipients of such prestigious achievement and ladies and gentlemen i'd like you to join me as i sit back to these smooth these smooth tunes and welcome our good brother dr d Daryl johnson to the show there it is come on bring him in dr d there he is! Come on, brother. Show you right. Come on, man. I'm jamming. I told you it's a party, man. I got my, my man, man, my man, my on, man. man. <laughs> the story that. does go like this. Finally! What took you so long, brother? Talk to him, Doc. I'm liking this party right here. I'm live anyway out here at MGM National Harbor, so I'm setting the mood right along with you. You know what I mean? Oh wow, man! I appreciate you joining us, Doc. Man, this is this is what it is, man. See, brother Raj, I knew brother Raj know what I was doing, man. I had to set the mood for you, man. I had yeah. to set the mood for you, sir. Uh, I I hope we did you justice, man, with your bio. We definitely appreciate you having or uh, being here with us for the first edition of the Russell Rum Nap Podcast Party, where we invite yeah. our very special guests to join us. And tonight, brother, I mean, I I can't thank you enough. It's I, I'm honored to have you on our show. You know what I mean? This I, is this I, I, is y'all fam. You know, I, I can't. I, I, I think about y'all often when I'm at the Indies. You know, I, I, I'll speak on that a little bit later. But I had to show up for y'all, man. I mean, 
it's very important. And I'll uh, talk about it a little later while I say hello to Matt. Hello to those wrestling girls. Flex Zone. Hello to everybody that's in the chat. I definitely want people to see what a decade and a half going to 20 years uh, is, is like. Because this is a beautiful thing now to see so many of this family cultivated as it is today. But I'm glad that this this moment is happening so that people can see where the foundation of what everybody's doing right now. So come on, man. That's excellent, man. I'm gonna give you a round of applause for that. Yeah. That's right. Come on. Let everybody hear. Come on. Bring it down. Yeah. Bring it down. I want to give you a round of applause for that, uh, brother. I definitely yeah. appreciate you uh joining us in all, in all your kind words, man. Um yeah. for, for those that don't know you. Dr. D, we know you as Dr. D, you know, and as Daryl Johnson, that, you know, in, in, in the regular world. You've done so much in this industry. You've done so much um, for content creators. Uh, for the people that don't know you or may not be familiar with the work, just t tell them briefly about um, who you are, how long you've been doing this. I know we read your bio, but let the people yeah. know exactly who Dr. D really is. As always, Dr. D is the doctor of devastation, the almanac of information, the original wrestling marks of excellence. And I am indeed not, not apologizing for being a mark for this business. I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> I love that word. What it is, is you're just looking at a guy who years ago was always a fan, but as the social media bubble was beginning to burst, at a time when you see how some out there was trying to, I guess, get their start and how they were doing things with talking about wrestling, it still wasn't the way I wanted it done. It still wasn't the way um, people that have known me have seen it. It's still original and the thing is because the formula back then still works now that's what dr d has always been about it's always been about being a fan of pro wrestling and being a fan of the fan and that's what this whole showcase has been about for going on 20 years Can't mute it, brother. Dwayne. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, I hit the mic. Yeah. 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 Uh, one of the things I've always said about you, Doc, from the very beginning was that uh, since I've met you, you were always gracious to help us younger guys as we were coming into the game. And I, I the one the one thing that sticks out to most about me is just how much foresight that you've always had and how much of an eye for talent that you've always had. If for those that don't know, Doc is the one guy that as soon as somebody blows up or wins the title, Doc's going to post the first picture that they probably ever took as a wrestler. Doc has always went and found these superstars before they were superstars. I remember Doc, I believe it was you and Corey that did Adam Cole's first interview before there was a place to even put the platform for these type of videos. Cool. Like, I, I, I remember when I first saw that, I said, you got to be kidding me, Doc. Like, before YouTube was a thing, before it was open to the public, 
Dr. D was there to do Adam Cole's first interview. And, and that was kind of the, the blueprint for so many superstars throughout the years. So it's yeah. like as soon as somebody debuts to the main roster on WWE, AW, a pick goes up when Doc met them almost five, six, ten years ago. And I said, man, that, that that's, that's a true testament to how much you uh, have a respect for this industry because a lot of people wouldn't stay on that level. You know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of people treat that level as a stepping stone. To, to the next phase man but to see what you've done to, to see you stay genuine to see you stay committed to it and to always be there for us and so many others and, and lend a helping hand and wonderful advice brother i can't thank you enough for what you've done for me like i said when i first met you you treated me like family and it's been that way ever since and we're talking about 10 plus years yeah. and um a, a, every time i get a chance to uh, i don't care what anybody says i'm going to keep thanking you and tell you how much i appreciate you and what you do because you've done so much and you haven't gotten the credit that you have deserved like you say you haven't received the gratitude but congratulations on the award that's been named after you it's because if somebody embodies the spirit of what that really means doc it's always been you so uh like i said man i, I just wanted to let that be said, man. And this, uh, once again, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you another round of applause, man, because you, because you deserve it. <laughs> Thank you, man. I always need, I always need people like the wrestling realm that keep me lifted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Quiet as it's kept. You know, sometimes I, I can feel a certain way. Yeah. You know, but then I look to you guys for how y'all been doing it for so long and how y'all always show me love and hey you know it keeps me going you know what i mean what's up fam i see you man i see you those oh, wrestling girls asked me about the jacket I, I i thought queen seen it before i thought queen seen it maybe it maybe that's krista i don't know but shout out to those <laughs> wrestling girls shout out to siendo the third the third member well minority she just had a birthday as well so mm-hmm. No, that's that's excellent. So, Doc, listen, sir, we're here for a reason. Go ahead. Go and, ahead, go and, ahead. And, and this is this is what we all have come to do every year. Sir, we need your expertise. This is why we invited you on the show. And listen, some things have transpired in such a short time. And I said, Oh <laughs> yeah. wow. For Doc to come on for the first for the first time we're doing this, man, man, man. We have the perfect gentleman. So <laughs> Doc, we have some things to address. Let's go. Uh we uh, 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 a bombshell was 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 dropped on us. Uh, Monday Night Raw, right? Triple H himself made his way to the ring. And lo and behold, there was a display with a curtain over top of it, only to find out that a new championship title was unveiled. Now, here in the wrestling realm, we're very opinionated, Doc. And, (laughs) (laughs) And we all have been waiting like the last couple of days. Like we've been saving all of our fresh takes for this for this moment right here so triple h made the decision that um now with the wwe draft coming up whoever whoever whatever brand drafts roman reigns he will stay on that brand exclusively and will keep the wwe under the undisputed wwe universal championship and it will be considered one title right leading him to unveil or 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 in in this case kind of re bringing back the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, ultimately splitting it from the WWE Championship, which on which it was absorbed. And he unveiled the title, and it looks very different. And there's been a lot of mixed reviews about it. But we, we're finally here to discuss it. This is yeah. where the party gets started. So, Brother Brian, Brother Brandon, I hope you yes, guys are sir. ready. We're going to start with you, Doc. Okay. First and foremost, you know I need... <laughs> go, go ahead. Uh, I, 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 I know Brandon. Brandon. 
I agree. No, I was saying, he said, I hope you're ready. You knew I was ready. Yeah, I, 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 like, I, he, I saw a little bit of what you talked about on your IG. So, yeah, I, I, I knew you had to have words. But let me, let me, let, but I'm going to hit a Dr. D take on it because, you know, I, I want to see if he's going to match up with some of my things. Well, let, let's slow walk this. Let's do like, This is why we brought, come on, man. It's no other way to do this. <laughs> let's slow walk this. So, ah. We knew it was coming. We knew okay. we, we we've been we've been hearing rumblings about it for like a year or so now. We heard from the split to uh, what to what um, the quote unquote experts were talking about it. We we it, 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 it's not like it wasn't new, but it's mm. but but now we hear it. But now we hear, and I gotta tell you. If anybody knows me, knows, of course, my nephew, Mr. My Kicks and My Fix. My, <laughs> my man. The, the my wizard, brother. The wizard, nephew Corey, one half of the original firm, just so people may, people need to recognize that. Including AW. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> but. They owe you, they owe you is, a check. As Sorry. much as Corey mm-hmm. and I talk, mm-hmm. we never talked late at night about this about anything present mm-hmm. about this title about any type but knowing him is like we we were texting at first just uh late at night about this and then it was like okay let me, let me call let, let's just have this conversation <laughs> let's just have this conversation so all right it's okay <laughs> it's okay Okay. Uh, you know, now, I, mean, now. We're, I mean, we're here now. We're here okay. now. But now, my thing now, is, one, yeah, one, one thing. One thing I gotta say about it is, they could have at least put the eagle on it. They have room for the eagle, but they just needed that big W for some reason mm. in the middle. That now, big that, wide W in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Right. But my thing is, it it is what it is. Uh, shout out to my my bro Chris, uh, aka Jokes from Loading Snacks for calling it. Big gold three 3.0. <laughs> it is, that is what it is. But it's like, okay, we're here now. We're seeing it. Now, consolation, now, consolation belt for Cody, maybe? Ooh, I'm calling it a consolation. Listen, we're go, we're definitely, <laughs> if, if, if it is. We're but definitely going to get into that. We have we're gonna, to. We're going to get into that. But sticking to my, my feelings on the belt, I mean, it's like, okay. I, I like it a little bit better than those other two belts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because just like Brandon said, he knows I'm a traditionalist when it comes to yeah. old when it comes to old school belts. I like to see that. So it's all right. I, I like it. You know, I, I, I you know it's still it. You know, the, the winged eagle is still the the king the king of all the WWE belts to me so you hear you hear that brother Brandon you know what I mean so <laughs> yeah. so, so, so so Doc so, let, me, let me ask I you this I was going no something so I'm okay <laughs> so, Brandon tried to no something but Doc let me ask you this real quick yeah um how do you feel about the idea of him bringing back the WWE World Heavyweight Championship instead of either creating a fresh title or something new and then we're gonna jump right into what what Brandon and, and Brian have to say do you, are you okay with the idea that he said okay we're gonna bring back some lineage and of course, he brought it back with an updated look. And you know, that's always going to be debated about whether you like it or don't like it. Um, but um, how, yeah, I'm sorry, D. How how, no, fre- yeah. how fresh is it? What kind of lineage is it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because 
I know y'all going, I know we're trying to stick to your topics, but it's like everything is tied in. Sure. I mean, you're, you're, you're looking at, we're talking about the 60th anniversary of WWE, something that I don't understand why they're not beefing th- th- this anniversary like they should. But when you're thinking about 1963 up until 2002, when it was undisputed at first, but now it became disputed when they bring back the big goal, then they unify, then they bring in another title, and that's now unified. So I'm like, I'm at a point where I'm just so conditioned in the fact that, hey, eventually I'll give it 10 years for this title to be unified. You know what I mean? So I'm like... Mm, that's actually, that's, that's very possible. Great opportunity right now for others, mm-hmm. for others, of course, but it's like, okay, let's just ride this out now and see how this looks. One belt is going to be defended at Mania 1, Mania Night 1. Another belt, the other belt is going to be defended at Mania Night 2. I'll get into that too, but I mean, here, here we are, here we are, fellas, here we are. What, what say you, uh, Brian H.? I, I know we've been we've been back and forth about this and we've had, you know, these conversations that we've you know, I'm sure you've been having these conversations pretty much all day. What, what, what do you what do you think about Triple H kind of bringing back the uh, the WWE world, like ultimately splitting it from the WWE championship, you know, kind mm-hmm. of ideally and saying, OK, we're, we're going to revive this again. How fitting that he received it from Eric Bischoff and now he's bringing it back. What, what, do, what do you think about the whole situation? Um, I actually like it. I like the ideas. One issue I have. Right. And okay. that was the verbiage used when introducing it. Mm-hmm. Um, when he said Roman ran through everybody, we know that it's kind of like you know that Stephen A. Smith. We know you ain't had to say it. So right there, I was just like, uh, okay. So I'm hoping whoever beats him isn't somebody that Roman. Whoever wins it isn't somebody that Roman beat in this path. But as far as the reason for the championship, I like it, right? It took, mm-hmm. when I look at it is everybody's saying, oh, it's a consolation prize. I'm not looking at it like that. I'm going back, Doc mentioned 2002. I'm going back there when Brock Lesnar got signed exclusively to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then there was the need to create or bring back the big goal. That's the way I look at it. We're going to put Roman on this show exclusively. And now what we're going to do is we're going to have a championship for this show. I know that, and shout out to Joe Blackstreet, he said, thank you, the verbiage was off. That was my issue. I know eventually okay. we will, there's talks about brand-specific uh, premium live events. You know, when they did that before, um, we was talking about it in our chats about how we was getting stories. We got to see Shelton Benjamins on um, premium live events. That's when we got Jinder Mahal's run. So I'm fine with that. But overall, I like the fact that the title is um, I like the, um, the the actual look of the title is growing on me. But I like the fact that they've introduced a new world championship. Brother Brandon, this is your time to shine, brother. <laughs> talk, talk to the people. What, 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 what did you think about Triple H unveiling the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship? Well, let me address one thing, because in the chats, Dylan said I already ordered it. I didn't order it yet, Dylan. So, <laughs> ah. I didn't order it yet. Keyword yet. Corey um, did. Yeah, I know he Corey. Did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and shout out to Joe Blacks. Joe is a, a friend of mine, comic book nerd like us, Dwayne. 
Um, he jumped on, so thanks for jumping on, Joe. I'm about to get to that answer. I know you said you wanted to hear it on here. Um, but let me just correct one thing, Dr. D. It does have an eagle on it. At Where the is bottom, it? Oh, at, the at the top. top. So you got to look at various pictures. So at first, and I say it again, I love it because it's a tribute. And when yeah. I say it, it has, if we go back to the Undisputed Belt, the Spinner, and the WWE Championship, everybody's saying it's all these he literally took all the good things that I'm sorry. He took a lot of good things and put them on there. So the eagle at the top is just at the very top to look down, just mm -hmm. like on the spinner and the undisputed belt. Mm -hmm. The sides of it are the lions from the McMahon crest without the shield. Right. Right. The stones on the side are from the WWE, the current championship, because he put the stones on the side. Yeah. So the side plates, very good. And then he had his own spin for that glow behind it. Because I don't know if anybody knows it. And I said it on the show and I was waiting to show it. He put the glow that he used when he did the titles that he were part, he was part of. So if you mm -hmm. notice, it's the same one on the NXT Cruiserweight. A lot of the NXT belts were, you could tell it had a Triple H metal look behind it. But I like the fact that it's a combination. And I feel like it's a tribute to the past. And also, if you look at it in a certain light, it kind of gives you a New Japan feel, too, because how the the lions are on the side and the floor pattern around it. I'm interested to see it up front and personal, but I love the fact that we got it. Yeah. I think that the problem with us wrestling fans, we want it our way. But I remember everybody hated the Undisputed Belt, and everybody loves it. People say, oh, it should have color, it should have this, it should have that. I think it's fine because I've seen mock-ups of where people change the banner of world champion in black. They put red stones on it. Leave the belt alone and just let it go because they, <laughs> might, they hated the U.S. belt when it came out then. Oh, my God, this is the best belt. Look at this. Oh, it should have more blue on it. Right. Leave it alone. It's, to me, the design is a perfect tribute to, for the best that they could do. But also, to Triple H's point, and, I mean, and when Brian said it, his verbiage was off, but I think I looked at it again, and I said, he was he's Triple H books in realism. He basically said, look, I got to reset some things. I got to fix this because I was handed this situation, and this is the way I'm mm -hmm. looking at the situation. So to his point, I don't feel bad because was Roman a happy accident for the business? Because when whoever made the decision to give him the WWE championship, I don't blame Triple H for keeping that intact and say this is the way out of it now. Because, let's be honest, is the roster big enough and do we have enough stars that can carry another brand? And I'm not going to say Raw SmackDown because Roman can carry either one, but do we have enough stars that can carry it? And this is the perfect time to do it because Triple H strategically built back up his roster. He's giving you instances of superstars that you don't know what division they're in. Like Bobby Lassie goes from world champion to U.S. champion, back to world champion, U.S. champion almost fluently. And it's a good thing because just like in the old days of WCW where you could be world champion or United States champion. So now when we have this world title, he, he has enough. And I think the roster is strong enough to warrant this. I just want to stick to my convictions. They could have got their self out of it. But they didn't. So now this is the best way to get out of it, get out of it. And that belt is a beautiful tribute. 
So, so, so with that being said, Doc, you alluded to something earlier, brother, when you said yeah. that uh, we are celebrating 60 years of the WWE Championship, okay? Yeah. Uh, so as we reintroduce uh, a new world title to separate the brands, as, as Brother Brandon uh, clearly um, broke down for us, I, I can't help but think that it's time to get a little controversial, right? 60 years is, is, is a big deal. 60 years is the longest reigning uh, wrestling company's championship that is that's that's still uh, it's it's the top prize in this business now reintroducing a a new world title or the w or bringing back the wwe world heavyweight championship does it devalue the undisputed wwe universal championship in any way talk to the people uh, wait hold on a- let me hit my let me hit my suspense music for you. there we go that's funny that's funny um, does it devalue? Mm-hmm. Well, let me just say this. Um, when you're, when you've been uh, a fan like I have for so long, and for me to always get the knowledge about certain things in the industry from those that experienced it, and for those that may not understand what I'm talking about, feel free to look through my archives on YouTube, especially when it came to talking to Bruno San Martino and Ivan Koloff, the first two of the three to have held this lineage from 60 years ago. But does it devalue? Well, it, I speak on I speak I speak on this, okay? So to tie into what Brandon was saying, you have one title that says WWE World Heavyweight title. Then you have the original that still that Roman is still wearing, and correct me if I'm wrong, it still says World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. So as far devalue may be one thing, but confusion could probably play more into this. Because hmm. okay, you got one WWE World Champion. Okay, then you got the other WWE World Champion. So again, I wouldn't say the devalue. The original championship, because you, if you if you look back at when the big goal back in two thousand two, how you how you looked at depending on what brands they were they were in, and you saw you felt that you know which which title was more was more important or seemed to have been the one that they pushed the most. And a uh, perfect example um, from being at SummerSlam in DC when we saw John Cena. John Cena, John Cena being the guy over mm-hmm. Batista in his hometown, and Batista was had the big goal, right? So it's a question of what's going to be pushed the hardest now that this is going to be the direction that they go in. So I just got to look back and see what's going to be the most important, and it. <laughs> Based on how Triple H was talking, 
it's like, okay, he's already devaluing Roman anyway. So, yeah, one 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 thing I noticed with Triple H uh, when we talk about the verbiage, it was kind of yeah. like, um, like like what Brian H said, that he has a certain realism about. It. He's like, well, listen, he's he's smart for what he did because I would have done it too, but now he's left me with no choice yeah. but to, you know what I mean? And and uh, you know the the term that has been going around is the word consolation prize. Right. And I was like, hmm. But but I think it goes back to what you just said, Doc, is what depends on who's holding it, because I remember when the World Heavyweight Championship was debuted on Raw. I was so confused because I was like, why they call it the World Heavyweight Championship It's because I wasn't a SmackDown guy. I I wasn't that whole brand split confused me a lot. You know, when I started saying separate tag titles and separate. Mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute. So now that's considered we knew it as the undisputed title. It, It became just strictly the WWE Championship. And that yeah, became the yeah. War Heavyweight Championship. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, but yeah. but Triple H was the main guy in WWE to me at that moment. And he got a bigger push. And it seemed like that title seemed more important at one point, you know, than the WWE Championship. And, and WWE Championship seemed like the title they was kind of using to help other guys get over. But Brian H., what do you think? Do you think this is a, that this devalues the WWE Championship, especially in, in, in the year 60 that we celebrate its uh, inception? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing it like that. You know what I mean? I'm really just seeing what they about to give us a brand. What uh, reportedly they about to give us a brand split. And I'm seeing, right. you know, you know, we TV guys. So what I'm seeing is like them saying, look, I want this guy on my television. I want this guy on my television. So no, I don't see it as devaluing at all. Okay. Now, now is that, is that because of, who who may potentially carry the title like for instance you know th- there's a point in time when there was a those titles were like almost neck and neck right when triple h had the world heavyweight championship it was like okay this we knew it was a big deal because triple h was the main focus of raw and then i, I don't know if it was brock lesnar or whoever or JBL, whoever had it on smackdown mm-hmm. um they, they were the main focus of, of smackdown but after a while you, you began to see a divide where the john cena's and then the cm punks and then it, it, it almost looked as if the world title was a, was a consolation prize. It was like a tool to help get guys over, to help yeah. put these guys in these main event conversations that it can be considered world champions so they can use these names to promote pay-per-views and put them in situations where you have these brands placed and you have a champion on, uh, on each brand. But I don't know. Like, it's, 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 can, this, can both these titles strive again? I mean, it's not like we haven't seen it before with the Universal right. Championship and the WWE Championship, right? But mm-hmm. But... The World Heavyweight Championship has slight has a slight lineage to it, not a full lineage, but but a slight lineage, as uh, as as Doc said, and um, so so do you, do you see it as a consolation prize? Nope. <laughs> like I said, I just I'm looking at it. I I just can't, and, and I've been trying to see that way, but I just can't. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. maybe because, you know, like I said, just going back to thinking. I mean, just a few years ago, right? What we have mm-hmm. called. At one point, people said the Raw title, whatever title was on Raw, that was the number one title, right? But you couldn't tell us when Kofi Kingston became WWE champion that that wasn't the best thing in the world to us. You know what I mean? Now, had he won the Universal title, would we have felt the same way? Sure, because he was the guy on top. When Kevin Owens became Universal champion, um, I can't remember who was WWE champion at the time, but it was a big deal because this was our guy. We seen, you know, them days we used to be with Doc, and Corey at Ring of Honor. And we saw him feuding with Jim Cornette. Now he's at the top of the main guy on Monday Night Raw, you know. So now I, I don't look at it as a consolation prize at all. Brother Brandon, 
once again, <laughs> it's your time to shine, sir. Mm -hmm. Does this does does this devalue the WWE Championship in any type of way? Some people feel this way, but but I uh, the brothers don't seem to think so. But what 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 say you, sir? So I think the only <clears throat> the only problem we're going to have with this is who holds it, because it's going to run into that thing. Just like, and I'm going to take a different stance because when the Universal Title was introduced, it was mm -hmm. okay. You got it. NXT guy and an NXT WWE guy one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. And the NXT guy won it. Yes, he was injured. And then guess what? Another NXT guy won it. And then it was, oh, I need somebody bigger here. Now we want this guy to have it. So it started off, I felt like the Universal title started as a consolation prize, but then they made it into something. They tried to make it something bigger when Brock, when um, Goldberg, and then even so, it kind of lost its lust a little bit, but then I'll give Roman credit. He brought it back to this is the important belt. The world heavyweight champion, as in the big gold, felt the same way at times. Triple H had it. It felt like it was the most important thing. John Cena, Undertaker, Edge, Batista. But then it kind of got a little down the card. When oh, ho, ho, ho. What about Randy Orton and Christian? Don't play me. No, I'm <laughs> Because remember, if you say Randy and Christian, you got to say Alberto and Edge. So that's why I'm saying it kind of teetered into where it was considered. Because let's let's think about this: Rey Mysterio got the World Heavyweight Champion as a consolation prize to make him a world champion in the history books. Just like if Kofi would have won Universal Championship, that wouldn't have satisfied me because he deserved no. the WWE Championship. Yeah. Just like yeah. Mark Henry should have won the WWE Championship. Just like Booker T should have won the WWE Championship. But we got black world champions from the big gold because that was a top prize at the time. So this title, if the first champion is a person, and I'm not discrediting any wrestlers, but let's say a Montez Ford wins it first, no. it's going to skyrocket him to the moon. But it's going to feel like, all right. What Constellation do prize. Yes. But if a Seth Rollins gets it, you're gonna be like, oh. Yeah. But if a Cody gets it, it's going to feel like, well, no, nobody wants Cody to win it. Yeah. You <laughs> want but Here you, we go. I feel like a consolation prize is only, it's the it's in who's holding it. Because we can sit here and talk about when the world heavyweight champion, the big gold was around. Because we all know it. when Jack Swagger won it, it was like, okay. Yeah. When Dolph Ziggler won it, we wanted more from Dolph, but we didn't get more from Dolph. And regardless of the medical issues or anything like that, it was just like, okay, Edge, you got it back. All right, Undertaker. Okay, but we wanted to see more, and we kept getting. And, yeah, Randy Orton, and they all have world title reigns. I'm a 16-time champion, but is it WWE a world champion? But we don't count that into the equation when we talk about champions because, let's be honest, if Mark Henry would have been WWE champion, would we be – would we be celebrating him even more now? That's actually a good point. So let let, let me ask the OG Doc. We back to you, sir. Uh, th there's something specific that Brandon mentioned when he talks about the uh, the the big goal, right? Yeah. When they first kind of introduced it, the difference to me between the big goal and Universal Championship, Universal Championship is a new concept. It's a concept that we haven't seen since Puerto Rico, since the Colones, because because a uh, you know, I believe um, Carlos Colon was the one that originally introduced a universal title, right? Uh -huh. um, and so, so it, that was like a relatively fresh history. But the big cold, 
kind of always had WCW's and NWA's championship lineage attached to it, right? So it almost seemed that was if it was no shame in it, and it didn't always it, it didn't seem like a consolation because of well, I was like, if, well, if I am going to be given this title, at least, at least you know my name is attached to this history. Did you see it that way? I mean, we're talking to someone that, that came up in the eighties that witnessed um, wrestling in its heyday, that witnessed the NWA and, and even the birth of WCW. Did you feel the same way about the big goal when it kind of reintroduced and, and everybody's name was attached to it? Because if you look at remember in two thousand six, they came out with the um, the history of the World Heavyweight Championship, right? And it was in and all the lineage was completely attached to uh, the NWA. The early years, I'm talking like they all the way back to George Hackenschmidt, Ed the Strangle Lewis, like that. They considered like that belt history, that title history, all in the same group. Did you see it the same way? And do you see that as a continuation for today? Give me just a second here. Sure, take your time. But, 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 brother Brandon, I, I don't. I think I think what you said made made a lot of sense. At the end of the day, it always comes down to uh, who's holding the title, right? I think that makes the biggest difference. Can you so, hear me now, D? Yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to talk about this. Mm-hmm. So we've been here because I'm glad we're talking about um, the NWA. So this is how I look at the National Wrestling Alliance. Mm-hmm. So this is the 75th anniversary, by the way. It's the National Wrestling Alliance is 75 years old. Mm-hmm. The lineage that WWE recognizes only goes up to when they purchase WCW. Mm. They only it only goes it, it only goes up to when they purchase WCW. You never heard WWE mention our truth as the first black NWA world champion. You're absolutely right. You never heard them recognize Cody as a former NWA world champion, being one of the only two father and son. NWA world champion. Mm, Never heard Christian recognized as a former NWA world champion. So being that the NWA is my sentimental favorite promotion still, good, bad, or indifferent, and the Crockett era will always be my favorite era, which is why I was so thankful at StarCast to talk to the late, great Jim Crockett and David Crockett. Again, picking Mm. the brains of these legends that really were the genesis of my childhood. I would think that the promotions need to stop um, not acknowledging the entire history of the National Wrestling Alliance because the National Wrestling Alliance gave birth to WWE. The National Wrestling Alliance Mm -hmm. gave birth to AWA. The National Wrestling Alliance gave birth to TNA, to ECW, to UWF, Mid-South. The National Wrestling Alliance gave birth to everything just about that you see today. And kudos to Billy Billy Corgan, whether you like him or not, kudos to him for at least making sure that... Try to keep it alive, yeah. Yes, that this that this lineage is still recognized, even though it's not at the point where it was in the Crockett days, but WWE stopped recognizing the NWA once they purchased WCW. 
No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, you know, if man, that's I, I never looked at it that way. Yeah, because I think I was brainwashed by the DVD. But you have a very, very good point <laughs> when it comes yeah. to that. So, brother Brendan, let's start with you. You, yeah, I, I'm stuck. I'm stuck on what you said when I said you think it's always going to come down to who should win it first. So, who jump starts the new World Heavyweight Championship era in WWE? Who is the right guy? Who does it have to be in order to, Ooh. first of all, re reestablish and re legitimize this title? And, and 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 could potentially rival uh Roman in regards to their presence in the company is because we all know that Roman has a sort of a part-time schedule. So it's not like this this champion is not gonna be put in the right spaces because now they have a a, a working world champion as Triple H said, someone that's gonna defend this title everywhere around the world. Who is it gonna be, Brother Brian? I mean uh, brother Brian, excuse me, the guy. <laughs> You asking a loaded question, but I don't, don't say don't say Chris Jericho. He can't come nope. over. He's under contract to AW. He <laughs> said can't come over. <laughs> wrong. I think you asked the right question, but the wrong way. It should be what which show does this title land on first, and then who is? Mm, that's copping the deuce, man. That's not fair. Because you got, <laughs> but you got who? What title? What show does it land on first? Let me ask you that, and I'm gonna answer the question. We don't know yet. Let's let's okay. let's say let's say it stays on Raw. Let's let's that let's say it, it debuted on Raw, That's right? What I'm thinking, and 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 the Raw superstars competed for it. So, if if I was a betting man, I would say that this is supposed to be for Monday Night Raw. I don't think Fox is giving up the Roman train. I don't think so. That's the thing. I don't think so either. So if I had to choose, and who could print me the most money with this, I go with Seth. Why? And go with Seth for a couple reasons. One, he's proven heel, face, or indifferent. He's got the backing of the crowd. He can print some money, and you can put Seth on every show just like you can Roman. He can put on his crazy looking suit. He can sell it in the interview. He can mm-hmm. imagine what he would do with that belt just going to a baseball game. Imagine what he's going to do on to the day show on uh, the local news when they're in town. He's going to hit the media junket, and he's going to be that. And whoever's in the program with him is going to be right there next to him. So that's what I would do because Seth seems like the obvious choice because he's a proven draw. And, yes, this might be a chance to make another star, but we got time with the brand split coming. And if they're going to do different pay-per-views as well for the brand, you got plenty of time to showcase and build others up because runner up to that would be Bobby Lashley and those are for personal reasons because I believe Bobby I let me say this I really believe when I hear those stories about he's number one for this or this person is number one this is why they push him after seeing certain shows live and seeing the crowd reaction now I get what they mean by certain stars you know number one on the list this is that so if it's not Seth it's got to be Bobby and it's got to be Bobby in the right position you mute it. Brian, they so, talk to your people. Then, ah. So, wait, yep. I got one other question for you, too. And this is what Dr. B said. Because mm-hmm. he got me or something. <laughs> they there, but they don't even recognize that all their world champions as world champions. Because, let's be honest, add it in, Kevin Owens should be a two-time Grand Slam champion right now. Because he held the Universal title and NXT world title. But, and see, mm-hmm. go ahead, go ahead. 
But we don't count that in because Seth could be a three-time Grand Slam champion if you think about it. But I'm just, I just, because what he said it about the lineage, I'm like, they don't even recognize it within their whole company either. There's a lot of championships going around. It is. <laughs> Brian Nietzsche? You know, I'm looking at it like this, right? Well, Brandon already chose two people that I said. Seth I mean, listen, if, listen, if, if, if he chooses people that you said, mm-hmm. um, just, um, mm-hmm. just explain why. Just explain why you like if 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 the reasons are different. You know what I mean. Like, just let people yeah. know why you think they should be. You know. Yeah, uh, and I'm saying in the comments, um, Gunta, as uh, you like to say, uh, Gunta. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would, I would not hate that at all, considering, um, you know. But the reason why I say Seth Rollins is simply because he's been proven that, like Brandon said, he's been proven. But he's also, Seth, every time he comes out, he feels like the most important person on the show. For the last few WrestleManias, right, all his matches, he's at that point in his career where every match he has is important on WrestleMania. You know, whether it was with Cesaro, that was like a dream match for wrestling fans that we was waiting for. His match with Kevin Owens at uh, WrestleMania 36. um, With no fans. Yeah, with no fans, you know what I mean? Um, This year with Logan Paul, last year being the guy to bring back a Cody Rhodes. And I'm just, obviously I'm thinking about the feud that could happen between those two. So I'm looking at that. So I see Seth, you know, I see like him being the guy. Bobby Lashley, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I would love to see Bobby Lashley be champion. One, right all the wrongs. Get us that black champion, right? You got a title you bring it back. You can say he's the first one of the new era, and we get that black champion, and he's going to be a WWE champion and a WWE World Heavyweight champion. He hasn't even touched Roman yet. So you can make him – it's easy to make him like Roman's equal. Because, bring back the Hurt Business, man. Oh, most definitely. I mean, you imagine the Hurt Business against, like, you know, Seth Rollins having to chase, Cody Rhodes having to chase Bobby Lashley with a Hurt Business around the bomb. You know, mm. so I think that'll be great. Uh, shout out, I see uh, Kofi Weston from the um, Dirty Heels is in the building. Oh, shout out to Ty Corn too. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to shout him out and the casual wrestler. Um, but I, I'm I'm with all that, man. You know, it's uh, you know, those two. I had a wild card earlier, and now it's gonna escape me. <clears throat> you know, but <laughs> I saw the internet say Omos. No, now, cut it out. <laughs> I would hate it. It would be something totally different. No, that's um, like great. That's like great. Kali holding the world heavyweight championship. I said, it, turn it, the channel it, from it, SmackDown. It's too soon. Uh, uh, Kobe says, uh, you know, what about uh, Finn Balor? Especially him hurting himself, never being able to be universal champion. Me, my issue is, I say it's got to be somebody who Roman hasn't taken out yet. That's just the way I see it. At least for the first one. You know, to keep it looking away from looking like a consolation prize. Like you know, I think that's where. The, I think that's what a lot of people can agree on, right? That if if you put it on somebody who hasn't been taken out by Roman, it look whether you feel like it's a consolation consolation prize or not, it's less likely to look like a consolation prize. Can I? Can I? Is it my turn yet? Yes, sir. <laughs> look, Doc, <laughs> Doc, Doc, Doc can't need, wait to get his piece. I need. I need to get it in. I need to Come get on. it. Come on. Your because turn, Doc. It who, goes back. Right? It goes back to this. To me, it's like. Everybody that that we just about mentioned has had their taste of world, of world title. Goal. So mm-hmm. my thing is 
to even go back before it was announced, it's like, who would be the one that I would think deserve it more? Because the names that everybody's mentioned, they'll to me, they'll eventually get it. And stick with okay. me on stick with me on this. Okay. Here is why I felt Cody should have finished the story of Nate. Okay. So this <laughs> is what a lot of people, this <laughs> is what a lot of people don't see. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we mentioned all of this, all of that, endeavor this, AEW that. I erase erase all of that right now. Erase mm-hmm. all of that because nobody would really know. And the thing is, if people ever really paid attention to the legacy of the Rhodes family, they know business and they know how to turn chicken salad out of you know mm-hmm. what. Yes, yes, <laughs> they, uh. they they have that. They have that. Cody ain't sweating the fact that he coming in there already knowing that he was he was going to lose. Cody ain't sweating. Right. We, here's why it would have been a nice thing to have finished the story. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we, we look forward to mania every year. And once upon a time, the WWE that we used to know, the WWF always had the credo of sending people home happy, putting smiles on people's faces. You have hundreds of thousands of fans that attend from all over the world. And they may have this hope in them that lives vicariously through somebody like Cody. Mm-hmm. And then they come in and this happens, knowing, no, knowing as far as us is concerned, knowing that if it was Cody, it was Rock, we, we were prepared for Roman to win anyway. It, we, 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 we understood that. But for someone to probably say, I, I flew all the way for this and then wait another year to, for Cody to possibly be, let's say, <laughs> let's say the champ, the champ beating Roman or or being this new uh world champ. Either I way, my thing is, well, 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 here's the thing. Tomorrow's not promised, guys. Exactly. Tomorrow's not promised. You some we may not live to see <laughs> Cody or anybody get get this title, no matter how long it'll take. You know what I mean? I think about mm-hmm. a kid from my church that, that just unexpectedly passed at the age of 18. And I know there was a point in time where we always talked wrestling. Him and his brothers and his, his mom and his dad, they always told me that they always liked wrestling. And it's been a minute anyway because of this pandemic and how we always kept in touch. And now he's gone. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to live to see this new world champion. This is what people don't look at. This is what people aren't talking about. So think about this. And mm-hmm. this is something that I thought about as well. If you notice, every 10th Mania had a great way to finish the story. WrestleMania mm-hmm. 10, mm-hmm. Brett versus Yoko. WrestleMania 20, Benoit versus HBK versus Triple H. Brian, WrestleMania 30. Probably the greatest way... <laughs> To have finished a story. Absolutely. Brian, RKO, Batista. Great way to finish a story. It would have been nice. But now we here we here for 40, and it's like this. Let's say Cody did finish the story. Seth could have gotten his win back after that great three-match feud. Mm-hmm. I saw Seth 
being next to beat Cody for the Undisputed Universal title at Mania 40. Seth is going to be champion again. I, 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 I ain't, whether it's the Undisputed, whether it's the world, Seth is going to be the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy without the title right now, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, so, no, it does. That's fact. So the thing is, when it comes to who I still may have hope to see become this champion, consolation or not, because somebody got to beat Roman. I, I mean, somebody got to beat him because people, ain't, people are afraid to say this right now. I ain't afraid to say it. The bloodline story is getting stale. The bloodline story. What? It, 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 you it, think I so, said, Doc? I, I, I said, come on now, Sammy. Sammy Zayn going to turn on Kevin? They, they, that's the that's the that's the best they could do right it now. Should. That's I, the think, best, I think. I think. I think. They I think do. it that's is for him to get back. That's the best they could do. But you know, you know, but to each it's, his own. It's it's no, it's it's, it's it's definitely going down. Like when you look at the height of like exactly. where it's going up. I think I think we peaked. I, I'm I like so in, in exactly. that in that regard, I, I agree with you, Doc. And I think we're definitely like slowly trying to wind this down because it's like you gotta move on to the next chapter of this because it's, it's the same characters, but it's like yeah. This we, this Cody finishing the story could have been the end game in the WWE cinematic universe, and then we move on to the next phase. I, that's what I was expecting. Like, like I was my my let me let, let me tell you what, what I was hoping happened, uh, Doc. This is my yeah, book. Yeah, I was hoping that is that co- somehow bloodline tries to get involved they mess up and it's and it, and it costs roman reigns that way so that way roman doesn't have to like you know what i mean like lose as if cody completely beat him but you know he tried to cheat family got in the way messed it up and he blames the family and now the chase is on to get back to the top but he has to deal with all those elements you know which, to you know what i mean right Th- which like that's brings, that's what i see which, which, which brings me to this mm-hmm I wouldn't have mind putting Cody versus Seth for night one because you know what I put for night two, which didn't need the title, which mm-hmm. doesn't need the title. You figure that as many times as Roman been punking Jay, Jay can't get his win back. Can't, Jay can't get his revenge back. Roman and Jay would have been night two for, for Mania 40. Roman and yeah. Jay. I mean, it's, it, it would definitely be full circle. But um, yes. with, with that being said, Doc, you never gave us anybody. Like who? Who's who? I said Cody, Cody, Cody. Oh, really? So, so, so you do yeah. say Cody? Yeah, I do say Cody. Okay, all right. I mean, yeah. uh, there's there's definitely connection there. Yeah. Uh, because technically that that lineage is still connected to his father, even though, you you know what I mean? Like um, you yeah. know, the N- NWA connection to it. But yeah. With that being with that being said, I want everybody. We'll go back to you, brother Brandon. I want you guys to name at least five guys. That you mm-hmm. want to see win the world heavyweight championship, like five guys. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter time period and none of that stuff. We just put five guys you want to see who you feel like they they need to hold this title in order to get this title back to where it needs to be. Where people say, "Oh no, this is this is the prize." It's because I think the idea is you want to blur the lines. Mm-hmm. You want you want it. You want people to look at that prize and say, "Oh no, I don't want that one. I want the other." You want to say, "No, I want that title." And of course, it's, of course, it's going to come down to who's carrying it, right? So you can't have Chad Gable win it at first because now it's like, eh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or like, or like, you don't want to be be in a situation where Ring of Honor was, where you had um, Jay Briscoe as champion, God rest his beautiful soul, and then you have um, uh, Jay Lethal as the television champion, and Jay Lethal's like, oh no, I'm the real world champion, I'm the world's television champion. This is the main title. 
but it, but that was just the caliber of talent that you had on that show during that time period. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like you don't want to have Austin Theory as your as your as your world championship right now. Maybe not, and then have Gunter on your show. Like if they were on the same show per the draft, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. So so five guys that you that you say you know what? Okay, this is a reset button. Five guys I want to see win this world title. Not including the two I already gave you. You can if you want to. That's fair. Like if 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 you no, feel like would, those those are two of your guys that you like like stuck on, like no, these these guys need it for whatever reason, or you feel like they have to have it, then that that's fine too. Five people saying, you feel need to hold this title. One of those two should be the first, but I'm gonna say five guys outside of those two. Okay, no, go ahead. So because I feel like they they're my number one picks so to have it, but I definitely think Montez Ford. You stuck on this Montez Ford stuff. I'm gonna let you finish because I'm with him on it. No, no, no. But, Hold on. But, 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 but let's be real. The way you asked the, the question is kind of different because first you said first champion. And then, no, first, I first, let me say, I interpret it total. Like, as long as this is a title, who need to eventually touch it, right? That's but, what I was thinking. Yeah, it's, but now it's, it's, I'm it's all It's all your opinion. But you got to remember, this is the guy that you're putting your money on, right? So if you're booking okay. a show, you got this is you guys are Jim Buss and this is the Lakers, right? And you're uh-huh. saying I'm I'm trusting you I'm trusting you to put your to put put this guy on a strap. He's got to be the guy to carry the chance. He's got to carry. I'm not just putting on him to get him over. Like right. this is this is I'm treating him the same way I treat Roman. I need you to carry the company. I need you to made it run across the world. I need you to I need you to sell tickets. I need you to sell T-shirts. Like not just oh I got I'm trying to get this guy over because I think he has talent. Like I mean, but it, now if you want to say Montez Ford, you believe he's the guy, then by all means I respect that. But, but you know this is total. Like this is so this is. In the early part of the title, or like, or eventually as, in their careers, nah, like as of next week, this okay, they, all right, they, they, oh, okay. they, they said Brian Nature, we got to put together five names going into the immediate future. So, for the next year and a half, two years, we're gonna book around these five guys that, that need to have this title first so that we establish it as, as like, for instance, the Universal like Championship, spec- right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, like they, they, they put it on the Brocks, they put it on the Goldbergs, they put it on those guys, you know what I mean. Yeah, they, and they put it on Roman. Like I didn't take that title as seriously until Roman had it for a thousand days, and I was like, you know what? At one point, that title was more important than the WWE Championship because Roman had it. He made that belt that much more legit. Like that's the first time I respected the Universal Championship. Really? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I just like not so. He's right because it was on Fox. That was the flagship show. It had better wrestling. It had a better presentation. Then they Roman was on the road. He was the figure. He was the top guy. Like he was yeah. the top guy, regardless. So it's like I, I'm just saying. So you ain't respect the Brock and Goldberg. No, no, no. That's what I said. Like Brock Goldberg. Oh. But like think about it. Those guys. One was the part timer, and one is and one is a legacy okay. guy. Like Goldberg's a legacy guy. Like so. Like like for instance, putting putting the AW Championship on Chris Jericho. Of course, it's the right move. Yeah. It's like oh, that. Made, you. Like you you didn't put it on MJF first. In TNA, mm-hmm. they didn't put the NWA TNA championship on AJ and those guys first. Like, like, like they had small reigns, but they eventually it, all doors led back to Jeff Jarrett because he was mm-hmm. the the top guy in the company at the time. Like, he was the established name brand until they got guys like Christian and and the Kurt Angles and the Stings that kind of came in and, and was able to, they you know, pushed, you know they they, they use they used those guys to help to get the young guys over like the AJs and then eventually the Samoa Joes and then eventually the Bobby Roos. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I mean by that. Like, you know, as far as that universal title is like, man, I, it was like, it to me, that seemed like a, a consolation prize depending mm-hmm. on who helped. Like when Finn had it at first, I didn't like it. I was like, ah, not Finn, but then he got hurt and they put it on Kevin Owens. 
and Kevin Owens did a great job. But then, like I said, you put it on Goldberg, it's like, well, Kevin Owens' career just doesn't compare to Goldberg at that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, what was he supposed to do? Because they were they were restoring the legacy of Goldberg, and that title only added to their legacy, right? So you put it on Brock, you put it on, but like Roman had it, like you, uh, and then guys like um. Uh, Bray Wyatt had it, but he wasn't really the guy. He was this mystery. You know, he was still Bray, doing Bray Wyatt things. But then Roman became so dominant that he was the top guy, regardless whether he had the strap or not. And whatever belt he had was going to be the most important belt. And it was the Universal Championship before they even merged the two. Like you, you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. that's that's the part of the reign that I took the most seriously. So, so now, Dwayne, yes, sir. I'm sorry. So Dwayne, mm-hmm. so we're not including those that will probably be, let's say transitional or anything like that or? you you listen doc you can do that like it's this just remember this person has to carry the company even if it's transitional but it's, yeah. it's like like right now they, they said doc listen man it, it's your pen is your paper man i need i need who i'm taking opinions and i need who you think the first five people are going to be because for the next two last two and a half three years we're going to build around these first not, no particular order but at some point, when we've made in our minds, we're gonna go with him. Then we're gonna go with him. Then we're gonna go with him. Then we're gonna go with him and him. Okay. So shout, I, shout, I, out I, to, shout out to Dylan Matthews because I, I had to laugh because when you said five and I saw his name, I thought it was going to say Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. I noticed when you did that. I was like, in my in my mind, I'm like, I know what he's doing. Who's the best five rappers of all time? Think about it. <laughs> so. So, brother Brandon, back to you, sir. As, as as we wrap this up, man, this is getting good. This is this is real thought provoking. <laughs> Five so, guys. You I'm saw. Still going, you, you still going Montez for? <laughs> That's my brother. I support him. Yep. Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. Finn Balor. Okay, you you're going backwards, buddy. Go ahead. This is no, this is not difficult for you, brother Brandon. Cut it out. I don't want to put Cody because I want Cody in the conversation with Roman. I don't want I res- Cody. Me too. I'm with you. Conversation with Roman. That's why because I want I want Drew still in a conversation with Roman because I feel like it's still something to be told over there. I don't uh, want okay. Go ahead. I don't want to be saying in this right now because there's other things they can do. Okay. Um, um I don't want Randy either because I feel like Randy needs to be a special attraction. He doesn't Randy, need to. Randy's world heavyweight world heavyweight championship lineage is, is like it's going to shatter everybody else's. Yeah, like that's he, why I said he's 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 one of the greatest WWE world heavyweight champions that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, go ahead. Ah, uh, this is so tough. Um, Mon- Montez, Shinsuke, Ben, Finn Balor. Because I, like I got I'm thinking like Triple H because he's going to put eyes on it. No, I don't want you to think. I want you to think like Brother Brandon, the guy. I don't care about no goddamn Triple H. You're the guy. You, <laughs> like Triple H, Triple H trusted but you. He said, it's resonating. Brian kept saying, like, I don't want it to be somebody that already lost to Roman because it's kind of devalued. So that's why I can't. But see, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, though. It could be a reset. Like, like Austin Theory losing the money in the bank. He lost the title, but then they reset him. Like, huh? You can always you can always find a creative way to write around it. Like everybody said, oh, they buried Austin Theory because he lost the title, but then he came back. He he stopped doing the selfie gimmicks, and it made sense. He's like, yo, that that thing helped me back and look at me now. And then at the end of the day, he still went. He got the United States Championship back, and nobody remembers that. All so, right, so you, over the next year, right? The next year. That's the next year or two. All you know is you got five guys. Delgado, Fantasmo. Wow, you're going you you on your Paul Heyman tonight. You're going all young talent. I respect it. 
and Dragon Lee. I'm done. Okay. All right. Okay. So Whoa! Wow. You this so you just like building new stars for the future. So so you said Montez Ford, Shinsuke uh-huh. Nakamura, um, Finn Balor, um, uh, 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 Santos Escobar, right? Santos Escobar and Dragon <laughs> Lee. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's that's the week. I mean, we all we all know who the guy the Fantasma. Wow. That's five, Doc. I'm a I'm a, I'm gonna say Doc the best for last, brother. Look, Brian is writing his picks down. <laughs> nah, Brian, I was, I was, I was texting us. We, we need that on Twitter because I'm interested to see. I, I, I love these uh, picks, right? But you're giving me the ball. You're telling me I'm yeah, controlling. You, so you, let's listen, break this you, down. Got, you got the book. Break it down. Brian H. So I am going with Montez Ford, and here's why. Because Montez Ford is about to be on television every week. He's going to be in a reality show. And I'm wow. taking him and his what? wife, and they are taking me to the moon. The yes, Montez up. Ford got the charisma. Montez Ford got the skill set. And I believe that he can make my company a lot of money, right? Um, okay. Oh, so that's that's one of the guys, right? Montez Ford, got it. Montez Ford. Then I'm taking your boy, Gunta. Why? Gunta. Because I need, you know, there's a... European lineage that they don't really Bro. tap into, and and he's going to be the guy to go over there. Like this guy, let That's me tell you something, bro. At, at WrestleMania, everybody when we did the interviews, they was all you know calm, cool, collect. They was having fun. This dude was like, I don't want to say stiff, but he was focused, and yeah, you could man. tell he was happy. He's like, look, yeah, my wife over here, my parents over here, whatever. But he was focused. This is and character. you could see the way he worked that match. I know uh, he's a walking five-star match, and he passes the airport test, right? Yeah, big time. So, so I'm I'm, I'm putting him in there. He's he's mm-hmm. got to be my champion. Um, mm-hmm. I, I said Bobby Lashley. I said Seth mm-hmm. Rollins for that's obvious four? reasons, right? That's four, uh, right? Yeah, that's four. So, okay. I like that Shinsuke Nakamura pick. it might be i'm gonna catch him right before it's too late because guess what wwe has yet and doc Dwayne, brandon correct me if i'm wrong but i've been paying attention and i know one thing black wrestling twitter gets on and we complain that we don't get a black champion i haven't been tapped into japanese wrestling twitter as far as american japanese wrestling twitter they haven't had that representation, right? We've seen that's my guy. Tell, yeah, tell. We, 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 we've seen people from Europe win the championship, but we haven't seen nobody from Japan. Shinsuke is the he's the perfect guy to do it. So his, the women cover the men. We his first oh, yeah, definitely got the women with uh with Oscar. Well, listen to me, <laughs> Brian H. You might be on to something, good brother, because his <laughs> it, it, he did an exclusive um YouTube interview. After mm-hmm. his debut, and he said, "I, he's like, I work to be world champion." I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh boy!" So I don't know, man. You yep. might be onto something. And so one, go ahead. One more, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going. I'm going down to NXT. No, don't I, say, I'm, I'm going. Don't say to, no, don't you say know Carmelo what? Hayes. <laughs> I knew you thought I would say that. No, see, no, no, no. You know what? Not ready. He's not ready. He's not ready. I want to go. Yeah. I want to go, Braun. He's not ready. But if man. I'm gonna go Braun, I might as well just go Omos. Uh, Omos is gonna be the last in that rotation. But let's face it, he is Omos. Pat again passes the airport test, and he's got a good group of guys that he's gonna work with. He's gonna be the last in that rotation to be my world champion. But he'll be he, winning it within the two years. Here's how you know if he's worth any money: is is the Prince of Saudi Arabia gonna pay for him to be over there? 
<laughs> he's been didn't he he wrestled Braun. He wrestled Braun, but one for the title. Right. But they'll they'll pay. Okay. He's, he's a special right. uh, he's an attraction. They'll pay. Mm-hmm. And look at the he's being prepped. Look at who no, he's been he's, wrestling. He's definitely in grad school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely in grad school. They definitely, they definitely like, like if that's why people are confused. Like, how do you get a mess with Seth Rollins? I'm like, no, because they got plans for big fella. Because hey, I mean, he wrestled Brock Lesnar. He's taking, and, and, and you know, I know like Rosenberg and Dipset, oh, he can't take a loss. He don't need to lose. Seth can take this loss. Omos can take this loss, and he'll still be fine. Because he's a young boy. Everybody knows he's new. Exactly. And and and, and you know, Seth Rollins. Come on now. Being in the ring, and and he's not jobbing to these people. And then no. the fact that Seth Rollins is looking up to him, like, uh huh, I see, like little stuff like that is making him into a big deal. He can, he's going to be in my world championship. There's a difference between doing the job and then doing the honors. There's a separation mm-hmm. too. Like 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 all losing isn't the same in professional wrestling. There, there's such thing as doing the honors, and like like Ricky Steamboat losing to uh, Macho Man losing to Ricky Steamboat at WrestleMania three was doing the honors. You're not gonna say, mm. "Oh, he got he got jobbed out." No, he did the honors. You know what I mean? It's it's not like a, a, a you know what I mean. There's a difference, and I I hate when people lose. People assume like, "Oh, well, they buried." Like, no, it's not. He there's a difference between <laughs> jobbing somebody out or he, exactly. he can't afford a loss, bro. Like, look look at Karrion Cross now. Like, if if you look at Karrion Cross, they're clearly defining his character now after all this time. Because mm-hmm. even in him losing, he's like, "Oh, I took I took." He did a promo on SmackDown. He was like. Uh, you know, th- this have these cards like these tarot cards. He's like, these are my victims. He said, I took, I took Drew McIntyre's temperament. I took uh, Ray Mysterio's patience. I took, um, and, and, and he named some other people. And I was like, oh wow, he lost all these people. But he was saying that even after fighting with me, you lose something about yourself. Mm. And th- and then he tells he tells Shinsuke him, I'm going to take your honor next. I'm like, oh, okay, so he's going to try to get Shinsuke out of character. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, even in a loss, I'm 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 taking something away from you. And it's like, so this guy's like Joker. He don't care about winning or losing. He just wants to cause destruction wherever he goes. You know what I mean? So, I, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, I just want to point that out. But, um, Doc, you are you ready? On your list? Who? Uh, Harry Cross? N- n- no, he's not ready yet. He's not. <laughs> he's, he's not. He's not. He could be ready in the rotation. No, he's not. <laughs> not not compared to the guys in my mind. Because first of all, okay. like your list, Brian H was was ridiculous. Like uh, <laughs> because I'm like, man, like, and it, once again, it's 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 typical rum fashion. And like I said, I, I'm gonna speak the same uh, about Doc. As you can tell, how we think about the business, like everybody's mm-hmm. personality based off of like I consider Brandon like a Paul Heyman because he's always since I've known him, he's always trying to push new talent. Mm-hmm. And, and that I remember one of the things that Paul Heyman said about TNA. He was like, "If I go over here, I want everybody over forty fired except Kurt Angle." He was like, <laughs> "Yep." He was like, "And I'm bringing in all new talent because this it's understanding that your new talent is the lifeblood of the industry." And I think that's the direction that Triple H is kind of going in, and it kind of goes away from what we've been used to, Doc. You know, when you say you know every tenth year we've been accustomed to this because McMahon is still a showman. Like I said, he still got that that carny in his blow. He's like, listen, let's just send them home happy and we'll fix it later on Monday. We'll fix it later in creative. It's going to be 30 rewrites anyway. But he was going to give us that. If he if he noticed he had a moment, he was going to take those moments. Versus Triple H is like, no, let, let's keep the story going. Let's let's and we're not used to it. And I think it's making a lot of fans uncomfortable. But um, but you know, that's well, that's a different show for a different day. Five guys that need it. I'm gonna say mine real quick because I'm gonna say the best for last year, brother, brother doc. Oh man, definitely Shinsuke Nakamura. It's a chance for him mm. to be a world champion. We know there's an expansion in Japan going on. You know what I mean? There's 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 that's there's, that's, that's a you know, that's the driving force. Um 
I definitely say Bobby Lashley. Anytime you have Bobby Lashley in the main event scene, I feel like we, we're almost guaranteed another Hurt Business reunion. And that's what I'm just like begging for. Um, gotta be Seth Rollins. I mean, that's, do I need to say more? <laughs> um, definitely somebody that I feel like is, uh, you know, deserving of it. And I think he should be the one to get it first. Um, I'm going to go with AJ Styles just because I like AJ Styles. Like, I don't have any other reason. I just feel like I'd be forgetting. See, AJ, AJ, AJ's, AJ's hurt. He's hurt. He, I thought he, about well, people would have a Roman. Did he, he face Roman? Yeah, Roman. I mean, Roman um, ain't good to him yet. No, yeah, he's. They've seen each other in passing. So, like, by the t, I think he should be. I think he'll be ready around December. So, you know what Whoa. I mean? Oh, December. Yeah, because you know he's got that real bad ankle injury. Real bad wow. ankle. He broke his ankle, so like that's tough. And um, I'm, I'm I'm going to go with one young talent, and this mm. is this is the one I wrestled with. But I, I'm going to go with Goon Ta because mm. with Brian, you just had an excellent point when it comes to that. I was like, you know what, that makes a lot of sense. And that's like my my taste of how you guys book things when it comes to like love. Brandon did like three three young guys that mm-hmm. uh that have that have huge upsides first and foremost. Not really young guys, but three guys that have huge upsides. You know, future um all three have the potential to be future world champions. But I only chose one, and I feel like if there's one guy that's on deck, you know, I you know ironically nobody said Austin Theory, but he's easily one too. He could be one, but I want to go with Goon Ta. Um, so that's 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 my five. I think it's it's an obvious five. It's not a special five, um, but you know that's just me. So Doc, Serge, your turn. Five guys. Can I say one thing real quick. Yeah, go ahead. And I think if we don't do a Dragon Lee or, um, what you call it, we're gonna miss out on the opportunity to showcase that international audience, like Brian was saying about Shinsuke, mm-hmm. because Triple H gotta make this title appealing so that way he can recruit. Other people, and I'm gonna just leave it at that. No, that's it's it, what you're saying is true because he kept saying this guy is gonna be the one to fight all over the world. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is gonna be the traveling champion while Roman stays home. Roman's gonna take care of domestic, and this guy's gonna be global. So that that makes me say in my mind, whoever whoever this guy is gonna be is gonna get a massive push. Mm-hmm. It's because this person has to fill in the gaps when Roman is not available. Like yeah. R- R- Roman's good for TV, he's good for sponsors, he's good for events, which is what he does well. Like, and then but this person has to handle the wrestling, this person has to handle the fans and the autograph side, and this has to be someone that people pay to see globally. You know what I mean? So it's like, who, so whoever gets it, they're not going to be slouches. It's not like, oh, just give, let's give it to CM Punk and keep him quiet because you know we want to get him going again, but we don't really think he's a guy. <laughs> whoever it is, like Triple H made it very clear. Listen, Roman, listen, you're a smart man for for getting the schedule you got for booking things the way you booked them, but this person is going to defend this world title. I'm like, okay, so this is this is going to be, it's not just going to be a sleeper title. But um, mm. Doc, sir, I believe it's your turn. I believe we, this This is how we're going to, we're going to, we're going to wrap this show up with you, Doc. All right, all right, all right. So a lot of them y'all mentioned, and the way I see it is based on who already has that global appeal and, mm-hmm. and, and, and the experience. The reason why I agree with Shinsuke is because I felt he was robbed of his uh, potential run when he, especially after him winning the Royal Rumble, or even before that, when when Gender uh, was um, uh, holding the title only. Of course, to appeal to the Indian market. Yep, because they were expanding when, right in India. 
Yeah, my thing was when it was time for Shinsuke to get it and he didn't, that still was like, okay, where, where are they going with this? And then we thought after he won the Rumble that he was a shoe-in for Mania, but obviously that didn't happen. So, yeah, Shinsuke is, of course, already internationally known. So, yeah, yeah Shinsuke would definitely be that. Finn Balor is another one mm. who is, who is uh, to many, still Prince Devin. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he, he, he's definitely somebody that uh, I would think uh, would – I would have thought he, he, he could have been somebody that would have beaten Cody, let's say, mid-year, and then Cody would get it back and then lose it to Seth at Mania 40. But that's just me. But I love Doc going to Mania 40 with Seth. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but no, Finn mm, did not pick up where he left off at all after uh, his injury dropped, where he had to drop the Universal title the next day. Still, still hurts me <laughs> today uh, to see that he never got back to that level. But Finn is another one. Of course, Bobby. Bobby is already well known. Seth. Seth is again the 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 franchise without the title. Without Absolutely, any, the franchise without the title. And yes, I still say Cody. Now, here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. I have some, I have some honorable mentions. That this, you know, Doc. I, this is why you're the guy because I was about to say, all right, fellas, let's just shoot off some honorable mentions that we made that may not have made the list. So go I ahead, mean, he's been doing good. this for so long. I <laughs> mean, this is this is he's a pro, man. It's like a walk in the park for Doc, man. <laughs> let me let me get these honorable OG mentions in the out. building. One, mm-hmm. we 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 just mentioned AJ, and he he he, and who knows when he'll be back. It's sad. It's real sad. Yeah. Um. Uh. And and look, he Hugh says he's already a top ambassador for the E plus who needs his from fans. But that letter he just said, mm. I would like to see Big E. Yeah. I would like to see Big he, E. Big E deserves another run. Big E deserves another run. Right. Now, I know Austin was mentioned, but I think I like how Austin is, is being groomed. I like yeah. how Austin is being groomed. Now here's, now, 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 here's the last two. Mm-hmm. After the performance I saw at SmackDown against Roman, I go with Riddle. I go with Matt Riddle. Really? I go with Matt Riddle. I go with Matt Riddle. Go with Matt Riddle. Hmm. It, uh, um, it's unfortunate that after that, uh, he, his, he had, for whatever reason, he was out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But Riddle is still... Uh, a hot commodity. Riddle is still a hot commodity. He is, and, and and he could and and people all over the world would know who that would uh, be able to say that. Oh, somebody said Xavier Woods. It'd be nice for if, for him to to get that. You know what I mean? But here's the last guy. Here's the here's the sleeper. Here's the mm-hmm. sleeper. Here's the underdog because. I still like calling him Eli Drake. Dummy. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. L.A. Knight somehow is going to be in that world title picture. So L.A. Knight. Okay. Brian H., honorable mentions? 
honorable mentions. I mean, you know, Austin Theory is definitely one. Um, mm-hmm. Do is is Drew McIntyre really an honorable mention? He's uh, he he's like an. He really should have been on my list. I just, I just like AJ. I'm, I'm be honest with you. Yeah, like, you know, um, if, I, if I'm looking at the future, Braun Breaker, you know, I like this new heel Braun. I think he, but then again, I got caught up in his trajectory before, and he, he plateaued. Mm-hmm. But I, I like the heel Braun, and I think he could be something. Um, but that's really it. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, obviously, there's names out there. I like the names that Doc selected, uh, but you know, as far as and and I would say Xavier Woods, but there's a reason I'm not, and the reason why I'm not gonna say it is because Brother Brandon will probably say it because it's his idea, and he had me thinking. I was like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, those are you know, yeah, Austin Theory for real. You know, I was thinking Chad Gable, but I'm like, with well, Chad Gable, as much charisma as he have, right? Yeah. It's just, he's just he's like, also, yeah, he's also older, single, right, dude. So he's, he's smaller guy. Yeah, um, it's really hard for me to see him, you know, in that world championship picture. Now this would be fun down the line when we're looking at the NXT roster and saying who's up, you know, next for it. But you know, right now I think those those are pretty much my guys. I'm I'm trying to think is there any, oh, Pete Dunn. I'm I'm always gonna rob a Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn okay. is somebody that I I I've always wanted him just because I always love his intensity. I love the his matches and even with him and um you know when he was still Walter with the matches they were putting on for the uh, NXT UK Championship, you know, yeah. and he made me pay attention to NXT UK. So yeah, Pete Dunn. I I like Pete Dunn, but uh, I, I feel like he's got a, he's a long ways out because they kind of got to rebuild that character. Go ahead, Doc. Hey, mm. Pete Dunn, what do you think of Grayson Waller? I like Grayson Waller. I like him a lot. Um, like his character. And I enjoyed the match him and Melo Hayes had last night. I think um, I don't want to say it was a one-off, but it, you know it, it clearly didn't main event the show for a reason. And if I'm being real, y'all know I love women's wrestling, but that wasn't the strongest. Like that wasn't the strongest women's wrestling match as far as to say I'm gonna take you away from a world title match that I really consider serious. How about you, brother Brandon? Any model mention before you wrap up? Make sure my computer doesn't die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on his it's on his legs. So, brother Brandon, any honorable I'm mentions? A, honorable mentions only because I already said Finn Balor. I'm gonna say Damian Priest because I mm. think that can be oh boy with Damian. Um, and then returning from injury because I want to see him one more time be glorious, Robert Roode. Yeah, I think I think if there was ever an opportunity, this is this would be the opportunity for a guy like that. He's definitely somebody I was thinking about. Like I was going to say it, but I was like, eh, you know, it's, it it would take him a little bit. But the crowd said he would be the person to dethrone somebody, just like mm. he did. I mean, in that case, just run him and Shinsuke back like they did in NXT. Yeah, mm. I think I think he's been out long enough that he can be repackaged as a big deal. You know, depending on how he reshows back up though, but. Brandon, I'm glad you said Damian Priest because I was talking when I was talking to Corey months ago. I was like, he could be the guy that would he to me, he could be the sleeper guy that would that could who knows that could take it off of Roman if it was in another direction before 
Ooh, he's already, direction before the judgment day happened. Obviously, yeah, he's already in his 40s. Does he have time? That's like I hurry up. I mean, it would be sooner than later. Mm-hmm. For one, and I think, Brian, was you saying no to Xavier for the reason I said no to Xavier? Mm-hmm. Okay. I said it was your idea. I wasn't going to take it. No, no, I'm just saying I, that's why I didn't include him. As much as I would love it, nope. He got he got him go that he got to go that way. <laughs> well, with that being said, Doctor D, Daryl Johnson, I appreciate you being with us today, brother. We appreciate you having us. Uh, you know, just coming in and being a part of our show, man. On the first edition of the Wrestling Rum Now podcast party, it's truly been a party, man. Just having this conversation with you and just having an opportunity to chop it up and just show the people exactly what we uh. Wow, he said Dom. I would love it. I would, I would love, love it. Dom. I would love for Dom. Dom wow. is prime right now. He is Dom was a heat seeker. Like he walks in a building and he's just like he gets booed. But um but uh like I said, I, I wanted to thank you for coming on and joining us for the first edition of the restaurant podcast party. And uh we definitely have to do this again. Do, um yes. do you, you have anything you have coming up that you like to promote? Well, I will say this. Um I the plan next week is to go back to Jersey for 80s Wrestling Con. Oh, that should be good. I, I know Fight Club is coming up. I know Baltimore Select Fest is coming up. This is all, this is all coming up in May. But I just want to say this, though. I'm glad you had asked that. Mm-hmm. I really miss us, man. I really miss <laughs> us. You <laughs> miss you too, brother. When, when, I, when, I, when, when I go to Jimmy sometimes and drive by Dewburns, yeah, and, man. And you think about the old RCW days and the ROH days, and it was it was there where I where where our bond uh, grew, and it was mm-hmm. there. So when I think about where I was Saturday to see Gia Scott and Ray Lynn tear the house down in that thirty minute Iron Woman match at MCW, I was like, man, I wish my bros were there. I really wish my bros were there to show, especially for Gia. But we know we know how li- how our lives are. Uh, ha- have to be and when it comes to priorities and everything. I ain't mad at that at all, but I do miss us. And Man, we'd we'll definitely do it again. Yeah, and, and let me just say this. I'm mm-hmm. glad we had this talk without having to mention any kind of uh, references from dirt sheets and everything like that because I don't want to get, y'all know how I am, I don't mm-hmm. want to get to the point where I keep referencing as reported by this, as reported by that. I want to get to the point where I want to say, as reported by the wrestling rep, as reported by Jabba Tears, as reported by Black Wrestling, as reported by those wrestling girls, well, minority. My nephew Corey and Mimi turned back. All Elite Keeks, Brick Waters, Dirty Heels, Tantalizing Tony, Chris Bornet, Lady Wrestling, and as reported, by Dr. D's wrestling show too. I want to get to that point. The black mm-hmm. group, if you will. So I really want to thank you all for still carrying y'all tradition, for still holding me down. And that's my end of story. Love y'all, bro. Listen, man, we love you too, Doc, man. We appreciate you being on that minute. There's no better way to end it, man. So you know what, though? Before we go, I think I have an announcement, man. I think I think you have made this party so successful, right? And this launch of this new guest series, guess what, brothers? We're doing it again next week. Word! Look who's coming through! 
You see that? That's it is officially right announced here. right now. Yes, next week we will continue this party in our debut. That's right, you're getting back-to-back episodes of the Wrestling Realm Now podcast party. We will have special guest Stephanie Hardy from the Hardy Wrestling Podcast join us so we can get another, another, another beautiful female perspective on professional wrestling and her ideas, where she comes from, what she does in this industry. It is going to be a good time. So join us next week as uh, Stephanie Hardy joins us for another rendition of the Wrestling Realm Now podcast party. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, same bat time, same bat channel. It's like, no, we'll see you next week. Peace. We have a problem.